indeed. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Get Out of Gaming Podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, as always, uh, here every week, Spencer Arms. And joining me, our other host, Alex, making the most ridiculous face. I had to call on him first. Uh, how's know. it going, Alex? Are you okay? Jeez. No, I'm oh, not. Yeah, I, I could tell. No, I'm I'm finally hitting it. Like, I don't know, COVID, I've been stuck in, stuck in my house for too long, you know? It's, I need to get out. Let me out. I feel that. Jeez. <laughs> uh, pulling a Nicolas Cage over here on us um, in The Shining. Um, all right, uh, our other host, uh, Ben, is here as well. Ben, how are you? I'm good. Uh, I really hope we release the conversation we had before we hit record. I think not only is it educational, but it was actually pretty funny. Um, I think all these people are going to hear are a bunch of, hmm, 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 <laughs> the podcast probably. Also, uh, you, said, you said Nicolas Cage, it's Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you just like maybe it was a joke no and then uh, I realized it wasn't a joke. no it wasn't I just yeah said the wrong name um so did you guys see the it's almost like a five nights at Freddy's like movie with a I Jack- did. yeah oh my yeah. god dude so ridiculous um I'm probably gonna watch that though uh I know hope you yeah, HBO Max man if you watch it before me Parker wants to watch it but I gotta make sure there's no nudity, so you know. It definitely looked like there was going to be, but who knows? Um, <laughs> all right. Anyway, we talk about video games here every week, and uh, we start off uh, the podcast every week normally by uh, what we've been playing. So we are still going to do that, but the rest of the episode is going to be a little bit different this week. Um, we go through the news after that, and it's normally like a long, extensive list. Cough, cough. It's like six items every week, whatever. Uh, we are going to run through some news items really quick, and then after that, we've compiled some lists. Uh, each of us made a top ten of our favorite video games, and we're going to talk about those. And I'm really excited to get to that part of the list uh, podcast. So we're just going to grind through the first bit here. Um, so, uh, Ben, I want to know, sir, what have you been playing? Well, sir, um, I, I kind of branched out a little bit. So <clears throat> I've kind of just been, like, switching stuff up. So I finally got into a little more of Borderlands 3. Mm. Uh, I got that in December, and I hadn't touched much of it. Uh, it's really fun. Um, I'm having a good time with it. Uh, I, I'm kind of surprised because I never really finished the other ones. But this one, for me, is like really sticking as like good. So I really like this one. Uh, and I'm not sure why I like this one over the other ones. But you I know, do. It's uh, did you play a lot of the other ones? Like, did you sink a lot of time into them, or did you just kind of you dabble? I, I, you know, I probably had like four hours, and this one I've got at least nine. So yeah, see, that's I think Borderlands is that series, man. Where it's like they're all good if you play it for long enough, and you are liking the character. Like, you're just gonna have a fun time with those games. So um, yeah, like. Yeah, Borderlands 2 was that one for me, for sure, where I played that game forever, dude. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I've also been playing a little bit of... Um, so I, I, I collect NES games, and I recently received uh, Three Stooges on NES. Hmm. So I was playing that, and I discovered really quickly why it was so bad. Um, about 15 minutes in, it's not good. But I did attempt it. Um, but the one that I think I sunk the most time into this week is um, is God of War. 
Uh, I went back and started over. Uh, it's so good. Um, I'm about I'm about ten hours in. I started last week over the weekend, and like every night, I've been uh, plugging away at it. And which, um, which console are you playing this on? Uh, I'm playing it on a PS4 Slim, so I'm not playing on a Pro. Okay. Um, <clears throat> no, I know there's a new uh, there's a there's going to be upscale pretty soon for PS5, mm-hmm. so I may wait. I think it's tomorrow, but, right? Is that one? That I think so. It's indeed today. Um, well, today, that's a okay. bit of the news, so I'll just delete that, guys. Thanks. Sorry. Oh, geez, no, I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, the only one that I keep I cannot get away from is Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I, I think I've almost finished New Plus mode at this point, um, which sucks because it is a lot harder. Number one and number two, like I guess I'm just to the point where I'm that good at it, where it doesn't seem like it's very fun, and I already know the storyline, so you know. But it's it's still a great game. Uh, second time around, I actually will play that a third time when I get a PlayStation Five. You know, whenever they show up at some point. So that game, yeah, uh, from when I like booted up, because uh, I actually did finally try Ghost of Tsushima. Um, and yeah, that game is gorgeous, man. Like mm-hmm. as is. So um, all these, I hear all these games getting updates for PS5 and Xbox One. It's just, I don't know if that'll be a game they necessarily go and touch. Um, kind of curious to see because it already runs at 60 FPS. I'm pretty <clears throat> sure, at least it looked like it did. Um, it does when it's on PS5. Okay. Really. Okay. Frames, so, uh, all right. Because I have, I have a PS4 Pro that I was playing it on. And mm-hmm. I felt like it was running at 60 FPS, but I might be wrong about that. I don't know. Um, I checked my website. Smooth as can be, though. If it was 30, man, like, geez, fooling me, you know. Um, How far from... are you? Oh, dude, I, far... dude, I literally played it for like uh, an hour or less. So, okay. I mean, not, yeah, intro. Maybe Alex knows this field. There's this, literally this field, and it's like all yellow, like, plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, very japanese and there's like a little bit of wind. That running a mine looks amazing. I mean, I would say that's the best graphics I've seen on a game in a very long time. So you having a pro, or in like, or you guys playing on your PS5, it's gotta look just, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the best quality you could probably I, get. I hadn't heard of any updates for this game yet. I might be wrong though. Uh, it looks like Alex is doing some digging in, but um, the game is just, I mean, it's breathtaking. Like it, it looks great. Um, yeah, I hadn't booted up. Uh, ben, is there anything else you've been playing before I dive in here? I'm sorry. Man. Well, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. That was it. Okay, because, yeah, I booted up my PS4 this weekend, and I don't know what it is, but um, I was kind of touching on this before the podcast. I've been having a really difficult time just getting into games lately. Like, I, I've been starting games, and just, like, I, I'm not vibing with anything that I'm playing except for <laughs> Call of Duty because I'm playing it with my friends and my brother, and, um, you know, and I know exactly what I'm getting from it every every game it's just like uh, all these new games that i've tried ghost of tsushima over the week i don't mm-hmm. think i'm gonna keep playing it at least not right now like it seems like a very me game just you know uh maybe not for this time in my life or whatever 30 um, frames 30 yeah okay well it's it looks good though so 60 30, on ps5 it is though okay cool um yeah so they probably won't do any enhancing for that game i'd imagine down the road like there's really no need probably just work on the sequel or whatever but um anyway uh yeah so i I booted up uh, my ps4 um my fiance and i have been playing everybody's golf 
quite a bit uh, this week. Yeah. I know Alex is a fan. I freaking <laughs> forgot how much I love that game. Uh, there's a problem. So we switched over and got fiber internet over the last few uh, weeks. I think I talked about that a little bit a couple weeks back. And essentially, my PS4 is the only device in my house that does not connect to my like uh, internet. And it's pissed me off. So, yeah, I do not understand. I've got to get another Ethernet cable because for some reason I do not have one. Um, yeah, we had to start over on our Everybody's Golf characters because I had, you know, since deleted my profile because it's all just up in the cloud or whatever. I deleted the game. Yeah. We put the disc in, reinstalled it, um, and started playing offline. We made a character that looks just like Squidward. Um, okay. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Yep, yep. Um, so that's been a lot of fun, though. That game is just... I mean, it's great, dude. Starting over is cool, too. I forgot that there was, like... I mean, the clubs level up um, individually, um, and then not only do they level up individually, like, you have other stats that level up on your character, and it's just, like, it's a really in-depth golf game for what it is, it is. like, for what it looks like, and it's just so fast-paced. Um, you know, like, moving from shot to shot is just... Uh, it's faster than, like, the Tiger Woods games. Um, I think PGA Tour 21 moves pretty quick now but there are still mm-hmm. loading screens like into the you know courses that take like five minutes and stuff like that um yeah but yeah yeah uh, this game is just really quick and fun to play so that's cool um i also tried what was it Wargroove uh and the forager mm-hmm. two games that um you know i've had in my backlog forever now have wanted to dive into Wargroove being just like a totally me game i love tactics stuff um, I love the art style in this game too. But for some reason, I booted it up, but it was kind of late. It's like 2 a.m. when I started playing it, so that might be why. Uh, just yeah. didn't really stick with me. Um, Forager, though, I don't know. Like this game is kind of like Stardew Valley meets Minute. Um, if you guys ever, yeah, remember that game? Yeah. Um, it's got the same top-down um, view as Minute, and it moves. It feels very similar to Minute, just a little bit faster though. Um, and you're doing a lot of farming, you know, selling forageables and stuff. You're running around um, unlocking different um, islands, basically. You start on a tiny little island, and you can buy different islands around you, and some of them will have different resources and stuff. It's really it's an interesting game. I just um, I think I need to, you know, again, find the right mindset to play it. So uh, Where were you playing these two? Were these Switch games, or were these still PS4? Both, both PS4, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is all on my Because I've seen them on Switch all the time, so... And you know, I do have my um, my PS4 is in my uh, like bedroom, so that might have a lot to do with it as well. Uh, you know, I've been just kind of accustomed to sitting at this desk now and staring at this monitor in this direction uh, for a while now, playing games. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't really know, but I really haven't played mm-hmm. anything in my room since I built the PC. So it's just like I feel way more comfortable sitting at a chair playing games now, and that's just yeah. Uh, my back it. thanks me. I cannot sit at the edge of my bed and play video games anymore. Like, I just can't do it, guys. Uh, no. But, yeah, now that we have uh, a Fire Stick, good news, we're probably just going to move that PS4 in here because really the only thing we use the PS4 for is, like, Netflix and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, that's it for what I've been playing. Um, Alex, you want to tell everyone what you've been up to? Sure. Um, I What have I been doing? Um, I played some Yakuza 0 maybe a few nights ago. Um, trying to continue through that. My biggest issue with that game is not... Well, it's not the game's fault. Biggest issue with myself is that I chose to make this a streaming game. 
So uh, <laughs> I can only play when I'm streaming or when I'm in the mood to stream. And uh, that doesn't normally happen. <laughs> like, I, don't, I try to stream at least twice a week, and maybe that's like two to three hours uh, per stream. But these games are long, and to do it just in a stream, unless I was a full-time streamer, like, it's going to take me forever to beat this game. But, I mean, that's fine, because I still have all these other Yakuza games I need to play. And, uh, like, a Dragon, the update is, like, what, April or March or something for PS5. So, like, I still have time to wait for that. Like, that's that's the game that I really want to play. But <clears throat> I'm just happy that I have a reason to continue to play all these other games. And I, I don't want to touch Like a Dragon. Um, but, yeah, Yakuza 0 is still great. Um so I'm fun. I'm having a lot of fun with the side story, like the side quests and stuff. Because um, I don't know, have either of you played Yakuza? I probably asked this before. Yeah, no. I played well, whatever yeah. the free one was for PlayStation Plus. Okay, Kiwami. That's that's a remake of the first game. That's the yeah. first one I played, and um, it really clicked with me. Um, so I played it and beat it, and then <clears throat> because of that game, I now own the whole Yakuza like. The whole series that's awesome even judgment um and so um yeah there's certain parts in this game so it's a sega game um so you're traveling around within uh japan and there are always like a couple sega arcades that you can go into in the game and so it's kind of like gta-esque so like you can go around and uh just walk around the city go do different things um but you can go to the Sega arcades and there are um, crane games that you can play and just like collect those. And then there are sometimes side quests where like a little kid wants like a stuffed toy. You give it to them. Um, or uh, there's um, old Sega games. So like uh, Off-Road or uh, Fantasy Zone or um, let's see in what is it? in Judgment. There's like Virtua Fighter. Like, there's actual games, but, like, the arcade versions of these within these games. Um, so there are some side quests where it's like, oh, I want you to play uh, Off-Road and just just play it. Just play the game. And then eventually, like, the girl who's working there is like, oh, whoa, you're really good at this game. Um, we should try to compete for scores. And then, like, you eventually can, like like increase her friendship level to where she unlocks like a new game for you at the, at the arcade. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm having just a lot of fun with these random side quests because I'm playing other old games. That I probably would have never touched before. <laughs> um, and just really enjoying just these old arcade. Like I'm on a, um, I'm on a motorcycle. I'm playing a motorcycle game that I would like play at like a Chuck E. Cheese or at, um, yeah. I don't know. We used to have an arcade around here, like where yeah, you just go left and right. It's two D. It's it's simple, but it's fun. Uh, dude, that just brings up a whole other conversation too of games and games. I think we should yeah. make an episode on that. Live our oh, definitely, yeah. favorite video games and games or favorite games and video games. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's the main thing I'm playing. And then also we kind of talked about it before the show. Um, there's this website that, um, how I looked up that, uh, Ghost of Tsushima thing, uh, Push Square actually posted this website a while back. I think it was last week where it's called backwards. And then there's a hyphen compatible.com. 
<clears throat> and this says uh, all the games and stuff, like how well they run on like PS4, PS4 Pro, PS5. Um, so I just randomly started um, typing in some games and Kingdom Hearts 3, I, I typed in Kingdom Hearts and then Kingdom Hearts, uh, was it chapter prologue or whatever, or like the 2.8 like popped up. Because uh, I guess there's like a 60 frames or like a better looking mode for the birth by sleep point two whatever whatever fragmentary passage I think is what it's called. Um, basically, like the prequel to three. Yeah. Um, like that had better um, load times or something, better frame rate, all that kind of stuff. But then it also said Kingdom Hearts three had a lock 60 frames instead of 40 to 60 how it always was, and so immediately. Um, I was like, yeah, let's, let's go back into this. So, um, during like my lunch break at work, like I put in the, the disc into, um, uh, into my PS5, let it download and everything. And then by the end of, uh, work, I looked at it and, um, I got my save files from the cloud because everything's on the cloud, um, through PSN and <clears throat> PlayStation plus. And, um, I had a critical mode. Uh, file on there where I wasn't really that far. I was at Toy Story. Um, so, yeah, I'm playing critical mode. I beat four other words worlds now, and I'm on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean world, and I'm having, having a really good time. It's it's a really good game, mm-hmm. and... Looks great know, at 60 I, FPS constant, huh? Yeah, I mean, the game's already pretty, so to have 60 frames, like, it, it's running great. Yeah, I think it's so nice that a lot of these older games are getting all these upgrades. It feels like Right now, the PS5 and Xbox One, there's just no exclusives. So it's just like, here, play all of your old games and have them look prettier. Yeah, I mean, it's great, especially for me and a bunch of other people, like where we have all this backlog of games, whether it's uh, digital or physical, mm. and we can just download these games. So, oh, yeah, I remember. Like, like Yakuza 0 plays in a lock yeah. 60 frames. Yeah, and maybe Control is one that I should get back into now that, you know, it'll have... Yeah, because mm-hmm. I stopped midway through that game. That would be a really good one to go back to. Yeah, that PS4 shows game. up tomorrow, I think. Yeah, um, yeah Control yeah, and, so. uh, yeah. Sorry, news. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Oh, it's all good. Um, that's actually not in the news. Um, but, you know, oh. speaking of, like, 60 FPS, uh, things locking at um, higher frame rates and higher resolutions and whatnot for next gen, um, let's go ahead and dive into the news in the first piece here. Um, like I said, I'm just going to topple through this stuff real quick here, these first uh, bunch of pieces that I have. And then we have three major pieces of news on the news roundup. So uh, this is like pre-news. Um, uh, yeah, The Division, though, has been out for some time, but it is now uh, getting uh, an update starting today for PS5 and Xbox Series X and S owners. You'll finally be able to get to play the game at 4K and 60 FPS. Um, it's always been mm. locked at 30 before, so um, that's pretty nice. Um, in other news, EA College Football is returning, uh, EA announced uh, today. So for the first time since 2013, that's some pretty big news. Uh, God of War is also getting an update, and that launches today with a uh, new enhanced performance experience mode, they're calling it. Uh, finally enables 4K uh, checkerboarding. So, um, you know, not true 4K, but 4K checkerboarding resolution, and it runs at 60 FPS. Um, Activision has begun banning um, Warzone cheaters left and right uh, with the biggest ban wave yet. 60,000 cheaters uh, dropped uh, this week with the ban hammer. 
looks like Mass Effect Legendary Edition is set to release on the PS4 and Xbox One and PC on May 14th. Uh, BioWare also noted that the game will run uh, better and with target enhancements, so they say, um, on the PS5 and Series X. No mention of the S, um, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, and pre-orders are available today. Um, Judgment is launching for PS5, Series X, and S, as uh, well as Stadia uh, on April 23rd. So you can look forward to that, you Sega nerds like Alex. Uh, Bungie yep. has just revealed Destiny 2 Season 13 today, uh, the season of The Chosen. Uh, that's coming February 9th for all of you Guardians out there. Uh, befriend, collect, and train iconic Dragon Quest monsters in Dragon Quest Tac. Uh, Tact, sorry. That's an available uh, mobile game just launched this week. Uh, mm-hmm. A full playthrough of uh, old GoldenEye 007 remake of the N64 classic uh, has been listed um, on YouTube. It's a canceled Xbox Live arcade remaster. Pretty dope. Go check it out. And it was rare working on it, too. So, um, nice. yeah, that's awesome. I know. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys watched that, but that is a really fascinating video, and the remaster looked like it was in great shape. There's so much footage. Who the hell knows what happened to it? Like, it's just crazy that that game didn't exist, and they were so far along. Um, let's see here. Another news. Uh, G4 has officially confirmed the X-Play and the Attack of the Show will be returning in the summer of 2021. So if you are uh, an old man like Ben, you can look forward <laughs> to that. Um, you know, we're all you know here, actually. You know what's really sad is when I watched their reunion show they had uh, Thanksgiving, and they're talking about how old they are. I'm like, holy shit, we're the same age. <laughs> like me and Adam Sessler, we're right there. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, uh, Adam Sessler, funny guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, the only thing I wonder about it is they were looking for new hosts. I really want for Attack of the Show Kevin Pereira. I, I think that show was built around him, and I'm worried that they're not going to have any of the old. It seems like he's pretty full on board with what they're doing, but who knows, mm-hmm. man? He's got a lot of other things. I know Nintendo works with him a lot. Um, yeah. Him, Bowser, buddy, buddy, I think. So. Well, I know, I know Adam Sessler is. I'm gonna be on X Play because I don't think he's doing anything else. I mean, I like him, but yeah, I think he's not he's doing anything else right now. Like trouble too on Twitter and stuff. He's just said yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move into some news. Actual before we say anything stupid here. Um, so we have three pieces of news in the roundup here. Um, first piece. Um, probably the most important piece too we're going to talk about it first um and everybody else is talking about it so why not it's really not gaming related but um it's game stock uh, game stock game stop related uh, about <laughs> stocks though i'm sure everybody's heard so um yeah basically so if you guys haven't been hearing what's going on with GameStop stocks um a bunch of wall street investors basically bet on GameStop stocks to fail um so they put billions of dollars into the stock market um you know uh borrowed these stocks which is you know short uh selling uh i think a lot of people that's a term that a lot of people have learned this week so they're borrowing these stocks basically at a price um you know and selling them off like immediately the same day uh and then mm-hmm. later buying those shares for a lower price you know um they do this in hopes that the stock will go down it's a way of kind of manipulating the market if you will jesus um you know when you buy that many stocks uh and basically some dudes on reddit got they, they said, hey, these guys over here just uh, bet on GameStop, um, and they bet a lot of money, so we are going to buy all the stocks, keep the stocks for ourselves, 
um, and watch the price rise. So these guys have to buy the stocks up and lose all their money because um, they have to, you know, return those borrowed stocks. So this is fucking hilarious, I think. Um, it is. And mm-hmm. it's just so funny, too, that it centers around GameStop, you know, like, and that people have figured out a way to gamify the market. And it's, of course, a video game chain <laughs> that's, like, failing. It's just... Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you guys, though, what do you think this means for GameStop? Uh, I don't think it means anything for GameStop. Yeah. I will say that I saw a guy on MSNBC, um, and he was pissed. He was pissed. He's like, I have a standard of living, and this is what I'm used to. He goes, and these kids this literally these took. Kids? These kids? And I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, first off, I'm sorry you don't make your Ferrari payment, but it just shows that, you know, for me, I thought it was, I thought literally it was like the best thing ever um, to see younger people take advantage of the market that older people take advantage of the market already. And they're pissed because someone caught a wind of it and decided to do it a different way. Uh, good for them. Good for everyone that bought stock, held it till it got to the high point and then sold it and made a huge profit. Yeah. Good for you guys, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's the other side of the coin though. You know, we were seeing right. today. Um, so, so man, GameStop stocks before all of this happened, uh, before everybody on Reddit noticed, we're sitting roughly, I think around 13 or $18 or something. Um, I think 13, some somewhere around there. Uh, anyway, so um, they hit a peak of almost $500, I think, um, yep. making it like the highest stock in, on, on the market or one of the highest stocks on the market, you know, not the highest, but, um, uh, and definitely the stock with the highest increase in value day to day. So uh, it was just kind of absurd. Um, yeah, I don't know if we'll ever like see anything like this again either. You know, um, and as far as like what it means for GameStop is like I think ultimately this is really bad for the company um, simply because they're losing investors that will actually have the money to invest later you know what i mean and like that's the unfortunate thing about all this that i don't think people are like you know write it to the moon like that's not like okay dude are you willing to help out gamestop because i know you're not like you're worried about your own pockets which is dope dude get it fucking fill your pockets Mm -hmm. or whatever that's fine they got that six hundred dollars and they're like how can we turn this into uh the 2000 that we were promised yeah man uh, one of my old managers like uh, I, and i should maybe like say this as well i have a few stocks in gamestop or i had i should say and this was well before all this bullshit so mm-hmm. um i was talking to oh, dude one of one of the guys i used to work with uh had he bought 500 shares back when they were or not 500 100 shares when they were five dollars and i have far less than that okay a small percentage mm-hmm. so um less than 30 you know i'll say that um, yeah. he yeah bought these hundred shares when they were five dollars and made 25k just like it was ridiculous so like i am really happy for like all of the employees uh old gamestop employees that you know are profiting off of this anybody who is just struggling in life in general that got mm-hmm. on at the right time i do feel really bad though for people who invested hundreds of dollars last week and um are now holding on to it in hopes i think i just don't think it's going to hit that high again uh, we're not going to see the same rally um i don't believe anyway we'll time will tell but right now currently the gamestop stock is under 90 dollars, i think or it's definitely under 100 so um it's yeah. gone freaking just it went straight up and now it's going straight back down so 
Well, it's it's crazy because like <clears throat> I saw this that story, and also get this BlackBerry stock was the same way. I'm like, my son, my son goes, hey, can I ask you, what's a BlackBerry? I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I said back in the day, if you had a BlackBerry, you were like the shit, mm-hmm. and now. Like, I don't even know they do phones anymore, but it blew up as well. They still do, but it's, like, for businesses only or something. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I it, it sucks for GameStop. I know at one point, Robinhood, which is, like, an app you can, like, do mm-hmm. stocks on, yep. they stopped selling it to protect their investors. Quote, unquote. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sure. It, 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 but, like, you know, the cool thing was seeing all these, like, older, rich hedge fund guys and all this that are already playing the game like these people did and they're pissed because they they someone else did something that they do all the time good good for everybody else i like the people that you know and the ex game boy you people that work for um gamestop i think that's great uh you know i know at one point a couple of the hedge funds guys wanted the government to get involved the government's like i mean what they did is legal mm-hmm. plus yeah. they don't want a full investigation because once that happens everybody does anything like that will be including them so yeah you are seeing a lot of the apps and stuff pull pull the stock too and that's yeah. obviously pissing off their consumers um yeah, it seems like a middle finger to the little guy but um yeah i'm not a financial advisor so nope. don't bet on the stock market don't do it um just don't that's what that's my recommendation for everyone so it's betting that's what it is um, <laughs> it is <laughs> straight up. So, um, and I think this has proved it more than ever, right here. Holy cow! Um, yeah, yeah. All right. So we're not financial advisors. I'm gonna x out of that story. No. Let's stop talking. About that. Uh, <laughs> number two on the news roundup here. Uh, MLB The Show 21 was announced for Xbox and PlayStation. Crazy. Um, yep. So yeah, uh, this is the first PlayStation Studios game being published for Xbox. Um, this is kind of neat. So. We're going to see a uh, Xbox game with the PlayStation Studios logo on it. Uh, the mm-hmm. games will be $60 for the PS4, Xbox One, uh, $70 for the next-gen console uh, versions. Um, yeah, so, you know, not normally huge news for us three dorks, but, um, yeah, none of us being MLB guys here majorly. Ben, do you do you play those games? Uh, no, but the one story you talked about for college football coming back, <clears throat> I played a crap ton of college football oh, so that's okay. good that's exciting then okay um, yeah the only nba game i'm good at is nba jam um yeah i actually tried the last nba game because it was free i think for playstation plus mm-hmm. and then discovered how much i stuck so but i do think this is cool you know back in the day if you guys remember they hated each other all these companies man there was so much trash talk and I think over the years, they've gotten to the point where, like, look, we're the three big companies. We need to kind of, like, yeah, there's a little trash talk, but not as much as, like, when Sega Genesis was out with Super Nintendo and, you know, all of them. But I think it's a good thing. It's a, it's opening up the doors for more things to come out on all consoles. Yeah. Yeah, and not that this was PlayStation's, uh, you know, decision uh they definitely yeah. didn't have a choice in this it was probably the mlb license coming to them like hey put this on every platform or we will right um you know give it to xbox if you don't want to do that mm-hmm. so we love the games you make keep making them you have to put those put them on xbox now 
Um, so yeah, it's not like they were given the decision or anything, but ultimately I think this is pretty good for the game itself. They're going to obviously make a lot more money. Uh, San Diego Studios yeah. are going to get a nice portion of every single copy uh, that's sold on Xbox, a bigger portion than um, Xbox will, in fact. And it's a major... It's major league. Um, it's a, I mean, it's a sport. I mean, that's millions of people. Yeah. Like, yeah, why not get that extra What was dollar? the last <laughs> um, MLB game that was on Xbox? Would have been 2K13, uh, I believe. Okay. So, yeah, it's been a hot minute since there's been, like, any sort of MLB game 13, on Xbox. I believe. That's the newest so, one I have, anyway. So, yeah, it's... It's cool, like, they've been missing out on this sort of money for a while, this market, so hope, I'm sure that there is a market for that, especially with the newer consoles and all of that. Um, and is this is this Game Pass as well, or probably not? Oh, no, I was just going to say what Xbox owners will not see is MLB yeah. on Game Pass. Um, well, well, I, I almost guarantee example, that. I don't know, I haven't heard anything, but... Um, yeah. I will bet you a lunch right now, Alex. No. Okay. No, <laughs> no but like I was wondering because I was trying to think. I was like, well, this could come to PC potentially through like Microsoft and PC, but like uh, normally a lot of that stuff is through Game Pass. So if it's not through Game Pass, then I don't see it coming to PC. It's like Madden. Uh, is Madden on Game Pass? No, it's through EA Play, yeah. right? Yeah, third-party games do not generally come to Game Pass unless it's like the you know the developer wants to be on Game Pass. I don't think they just get. A, right. I don't think they can choose. And I, I don't mm -hmm. know. This might be another one of those things where MLB did sign off on it. But I, I bet that was one of the stipulations where PlayStation mm -hmm. was like, "No dog, listen here, MLB. We will make your games, but I don't want it on Game Pass. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So, it, that's interesting though, dude. We need to look at that throughout the year. Um, yeah. Because if that comes to Game Pass, I mean. Well, yeah, that'll be cool. I guess I'll, yep. be, I'll be wrong. So uh, yep. not a first. Uh, all right, third piece of news <laughs> on the news roundup here. Google Stadia uh, is shutting down their internal game studios. So didn't last long. Um, Google Stadia, the big, uh, you know, Google thing, streaming service. That's the one um, that Google announced, what, um, 2017, launched 2019, I think. Um, yep. they didn't even really announce their internal game development um, like in between that 2017 2019 period I felt like it was very close to the launch you know and then all of a yep. sudden they're just gonna you know they come out and say like we're refocusing on third party developers and our partnerships with them so yep okay cool thanks for the no games <laughs> awesome mm -hmm. I don't know did, I mean, like, anything come out of that or I don't know but I mean this is definitely not a shock by any means. Uh, uh, you know what's funny is like until you mentioned something about that game coming out on Stadia earlier, I was like, I didn't even know they had stuff still coming out. Judgment, yeah. I, I didn't even know they mm -hmm. still did. So Vegas still needs money, so of course. Um, yeah, dude, 150 employees will be impacted. It looks like. Like, what were they doing? <laughs> like, what were those 150 people up to? I, don't I know. really don't know. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Um, yeah. I just, what's up, Ben? I was just going to say, I mean, it sucks. It sucks for them. But to be honest, if someone was like, hey, I'm going to go work for Stadia. It's this new Google thing we're doing. I would probably be like, nah, I'm going I'm to pass on that. I'm, a, I'm good. I think uh, that those 150 
employees are just being moved? Probably. Like that'd be cool. Google does a lot of this kind of stuff where they like test the waters for something new, like Google Glass. I mean, Stadia is this as well, and then they just kind of drop it because they're they have the money to take a loss and test out new technologies and new services because they can. Yeah. It's just yeah. a bunch of they're just R and D the company. Um. Yeah i I would imagine we'd be hearing stories about that specifically. Yeah, Google Google never fires people to, um, yeah, mm-hmm. just re repurpose them if you will. Yeah. Oh, I just closed my notes, boys. Give me two seconds. Uh, One. Do, do, two. Filler. 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 That's what we do, right? The filler. Do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, we're back. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was it actually for the news. So, um, I don't even need that. I'm going to X that out of it anyway. Huh, that's hilarious. Um, okay. All right. This is the fun part of the podcast, guys. So we're done with the news. Um, ben, you want to? Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and tell them. So we lied, Alex. Yeah, uh, we totally we, lied. Yeah. We told you that we were making uh, top 10 games, all three of us. We just made you do it. So happy oh, birthday. Okay. This is an episode. Alex's birthday was on the 30th. We wanted to yes. wish him a big happy birthday and make this episode all about Alex. Let's go. Happy birthday, Alex. Yep. Let's talk uh, about on. your favorite games, bro. I am wow. so stoked. Yep. Wow. This is all this is this all is the Alex. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'll be chiming in, don't worry. But yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, hey. You Thanks. Know, what, twenty nine year old now? I am. We're the same age. It's easy to remember. I, I got got. I got got. <laughs> you sure did. You sure did. He believed it up until this second, guys, and that's what makes this so splendid. I wish you could all see the look on his face. Ah, uh, jeez. Ah, uh, jeez, guys. Ah, uh, jeez, Rick. Yeah. There's also a um, a $10 Nintendo or Sony gift card in it, uh, whichever you prefer. That's just Aww. on us, man, because you need more games in your life. Cough, cough, yep. cough. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, okay. But yeah, man. Um, so, let's talk about your favorite games, bro. Yeah, let's talk Aww. about those. Okay. Um, In no particular I, order. Yeah, I don't know. I have a bunch of games listed here. Um, let's talk about something that you guys have um, touchstones to, I guess. Um, we had a list at one point, didn't we, where we talked about, like... No, no, no. It was It was earlier last season where we talked about, like, different consoles. And we're like, oh, the reason why we like this console is, like, this game. And one of the games that we've talked about the most is uh, Super Mario World. Ah, um, okay. Yes. Where, like, it's, it's like, one of the definitive um, platformers. It's it's just simple. Uh, I, I think we I almost said the simple best, and clean again. Best games of all time. <coughs> Hikaru. Uh, wait, what? Wait, who sings that? Utada Hikaru. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, King Hearts. Yeah, good song. Simple yeah. and clean. Everybody go listen yeah. to that downloaded on itunes yeah it is there uh, <laughs> i don't know why i'm promoting Utre Hikari oh, yeah. shit. she doesn't need yeah. it um yeah <laughs> but yeah um but yeah. yeah like great a uh, freaking great game that's one of your favorite games of all time huh um it that kind of showed up on the like later list thing where i was trying to think of like what are games that i go back to um that's what i thought about during this um just things that I have ranked a lot of hours into. Um, and that kind of makes it my favorite because I'm obviously going back to it for a reason. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, there are maybe some games I go back to and I hate myself for it or I just last forever. Yeah, that's I'm really just... funny. Um, I No, I would not put Warzone in my favorite games of all time for sure. Yeah, just, right. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, Super Mario World, it's um, one of the... Is it my first uh, Super Nintendo game? Maybe. I don't know. It came with our Super Nintendo. I have the box somewhere over there. Um, but yeah, like it came with Super Mario World and it came with Super Mario All-Stars as well. Um, and yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think it's one of the games that made me fall in love with uh, completion bonuses and completion things just because, uh, or just secrets in general, because um, what is it? that first ghost house that you go to and then like when if you uh, have the cape and fly to the left and then go around and then um you go through the secret exit um you get the hidden spots or secret spot yeah uh, w- whatever that's called um yeah. <clears throat> but you get one of those where it's uh there's four blocks and then one block in the middle so like it's either mushroom or fire flower or mushroom and capes and then the middle is a Yoshi or one-ups if you have a Yoshi already. Um, and you can just keep spamming that. Just keep going in, out, in and out. Oh, yeah. And just, yeah, yeah. just stocking up for Cape, Cape Mushroom, game. and Yoshi. In the yeah. Middle. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. That's so busted. <laughs> it is. But it's it's nice because, like, yo, man, I'm about to go to uh, uh, Iggy's Castle or something. Whoever the next one is there, which is Castle... It's at Castle 2, I guess, would be there. Um, so, yeah, you would go to that one, and then you'd be like, oh, it's okay. I have I have full capes, or I have uh, uh, I have one cape and uh, one fire flower. I'm set. Um, and then, yeah, that game also, like I said, um, with the all the secrets and stuff, there were the like star levels, and some of the star levels are better than others. Yeah, some <laughs> um, are really frustrating, actually. But once you beat all the star levels, then you get the top, like, thing on top of the, I don't know, the the, the hill or whatever. Yeah, the star uh, hill that you're wrapping yeah, around. This, yeah. yeah, the star road or whatever that you're on. And then um, then you get the secret levels. Um, and those are super hard. Um, I've never actually just, played through those ones myself. Really? Yeah. There's, there's a certain one that I always lose at where it's like, hey, you have to use the the P balloon and you have to just float and there's a bunch of charging chucks. This, I mean, um, they go with the theme of, uh, uh, football earlier. There's a bunch of charging chucks coming at you, coming to tackle you. And, um, you just kind of have to dodge them by going up and down, up and down as this really slow fat balloon Mario. Um, and then eventually like there's another P balloon that you have to grab and, it's just a really slow level, and I always lose at that one. So that's the one that makes or breaks it for me, honestly. Like, if I'm in the mood to play that game, uh, I more than likely will give up at that point and then pick it up again later yeah. <laughs> at oh, that man, point. I completely it's... skip those every time. <laughs> yeah, no, they're fun because, like, if you beat them all, then all the characters look different. Like, the Koopas have, like, Mario faces, or the Goombas have, like, Mario faces on them or whatever. The Koopas look different. Yeah. Uh, everything's like fall colored yeah first time i ever saw that i thought it was a hack or something you know i yeah. was watching somebody like speed run it or something i don't even know on youtube who knows that's awesome but, man. yeah good yeah. classic man i love the map in that game too it's just oh yeah it's so good iconic, man yeah 
kind of wish we had more. I mean, I guess they're kind of doing that. Um, <clears throat> Mario Wii and uh, New Super Mario Bros. U did that as well, where they kind of tried to do that map progression and all of that. But I don't know. It felt like it didn't really matter. Whereas, like, in Mario World, there were more secrets. Uh, there was the maze um, where, like, you have to beat a certain level a certain way, and then you could go around. Whereas the other games nowadays, it's just like, oh, this is just the next level. Straightforward. <laughs> yeah, very straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. The, the map wasn't a game, too, I guess. It wasn't a part of the game. It was just a map um, in later games. Um, but, yeah, that's it's Mario World. <laughs> right on. All right not ranked or anything so no. no number no number um let's see i'm just kind of going off the cuff here just looking at different things here um gonna go through i don't know should, so. should i bring up one of the big ones should i bring up one of the big ones you say, i mean dude, it's, it's your list it, yeah. It, yeah it's your birthday you you uh, you dictate the rest of the podcast here so oh, wow oof um I hate how I say oof, like, unironically now. Like, yeah. I used to make fun of people who said oof and just say it ironically. And, uh, anyway, um, mm-hmm. I Final Fantasy VI <laughs> is one of the best games I've ever played. Um, I really like uh, Tales of the Abyss does this as well. That's not on this list, but... Um, I always like it when the game has two games in it. Um, so Final Fantasy VI. I'm going to spoil Final Fantasy VI oh, a little bit for people. Yeah, I think we're good at this point, right? <laughs> I mean, I've played it plenty. So yeah. yeah, so like there's a certain point where the game, um, you go onto the floating continent and um, Kefka's hanging out with all the, the statues there. And then he moves the statues and uh, you have to fight like a boss there and you lose. And then you start as Celis and you have to gain all the party members back in the world of ruin. And it's a brand new game, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone. Like, hmm? oh, I was just going to say it pulls a um, uh, SNES Zelda kind of like with, you know, the, the second world, basically. It's like, yeah, yeah. good stuff, man. Good, good yeah. game design. Very good game design. Because yeah, yeah, not many games pull that off well. Mm-hmm. And I think the best thing about it is that you don't start off as Terra; you start off as Celis. Um, so it's already kind of different because you don't really you see some of the stuff from her perspective, but like she's not a super main. I mean, everyone's a main character, but like the game clearly focuses on Terra and it focuses on Locke and edgar and sabin and i mean celis is there but like i feel like the others that focuses on them a little bit more um the only difference is like she was a part of the army or something for a little while so she has magic because she was experimented on i believe um but um yeah so it's it's cool to play as her but then at after that all the party members that you gained you have to gain back and so you could just go up once you get the the airship again you can just fly to kefka and just go fight kefka like you don't have to gain everyone back if you don't want to um so you can play the game again you you are trying to gain every party member again and just go through and 
level up and collect everything. And um, like I said, it is it's like having two games in one, just because they are so polarizing. Um, the the first game or first game the first half of the game is more linear, uh, definitely, just with all of the um, point A to point B. Uh, oh, what's happening? Narrative, narrative, but it's good narrative. And like you can find some characters here or there, but then yeah, going to um, the second half, just it's it's an open world game. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, all the original Final Fantasies are pretty linear to a point. Mm-hmm. To like, yeah, you can definitely see it in four. It's like they try to do, you know, um, well, it's more I guess with the remake ones uh, where they go to the moon, but like. They try yeah. to do that kind of in four, and it's just like you can tell they do it a lot better in six. So it's like, wow, yeah, you've learned a lot here. This is awesome. And four and six are, I, I like four more personally. Um, mm. I just like the characters more. And, but yeah, no, six is a great freaking game, man. Good combat system too. One of the best, most underrated combat systems. Yeah. I'd say too, out of all of the Final Fantasy games, it's not talked about as much. But that's because the rest of the game shines in so many great mm-hmm. aspects as well. So, it's like I love just thing. everyone's different. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. I love how uh, uh, Sabin um, he has fighting game commands for his special attacks. So you have to remember quarter circle. You have to remember I don't know, like a full half circle. Uh, apparently, you can just type them in. Like you can actually just do like typing it in uh, like left, right, left, or left, whatever, or you can just do it. Um, I always just did the quarter circles or whatever, because I'm used to fighting games. Mm -hmm. Um, Very close. But yeah, I found out recently where like you, you can actually just type it in (laughs) instead to make it easier for people. Like limit breaks and stuff too. Got the ideas of, you know, triggering Mm -hmm. certain things at certain times. Yeah. Not a lot of games have done it as well either. And that says a lot. So. Yeah, um, but my one of my favorite parts about it, you kind of touched on the combat, but um, the one, yeah, one of my favorite parts is the espers and just the mechanics of that, where you get these cool little summon people, but then also, if you just have them equipped, then slowly through battles and things, um, your party members will gain all of those spells. So what I like to do, because <laughs> I'm completionist. Uh, certain points uh once i get like the best uh esper because you have that ability you have that chance where it's like do you want to make the best sword or um do you like why do you want to murder this esper or do you want to keep it and so i kept i keep it because then you get ultima um it takes a while for that spell to um for people to learn that spell but uh when they do it's excellent so having everyone in your party know ultima <laughs> and busted. just casting yeah. it it's it's fun <laughs> yeah break the whole party basically yeah yeah i, I like it when games let you break the game and it's a part of it oh yeah oh i'm 100 percent into that that's why i like elder scrolls so much <laughs> definitely not featured on alex's yeah, list don't that's worry. not on his list yeah don't worry alex <laughs> you don't have to talk about it here okay well elder scrolls skyrim is one of the worst <laughs> games I've ever played and yeah gross okay that's fair you know that Final <laughs> Fantasy VI stinks. No. Oh, wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. You can't lie on this podcast. That's not nice. I can't. Such a good game. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, ben, do you have any ties to this game compared to us? Like, you 
Have you played it at all or enough? Or? No, my first, believe it or not, my first Final Fantasy game that I ever played was 10. Hmm, okay. Uh, yeah. That's a lot of you know, first, actually. Mm-hmm. But I did go back and play 7. I did mm-hmm. go back and play 8. Um, <clears throat> I actually just recently purchased the remastered for PlayStation 4 of 8. Okay. Um, and I'm enjoying that. Like, I, I never thought I would be able to do it. And I think, for me, I always saw those 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 other final fantasies you know when you go to the video store to rent you'd mm-hmm. see them and they would be like the best looking pictures on the back mm-hmm. the graphics always look good it looked yeah. great but for you know in a time where there's no internet mm-hmm. i mean you really kind of know what you're doing in that game or you could be yeah. completely lost yeah uh you know uh but i never did play any of those which it's sad like i do kind of want to go back and play them. i do um isn't there one of them on the SNES Classic? Uh, yeah, yeah. Six, six, six yeah. slash three is on the Super Nintendo That's Classic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I own that, so I should go back and play it. That's yeah. a um, great one to start at, for sure. Yeah. Like, that or four, mm-hmm. I, I would say. I agree. Are, are like two really good ones to play and start with. Or obviously seven, like you have mm-hmm. access to that on every platform. Go play seven, Ben. Go yeah. play seven. It's got well, a speed up feature, too, so you can like speed through the the battles and mm-hmm. stuff it's like four yeah i have that on switch and it's awesome to speed it's up things great, man. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not it is actually on because i do have the xbox game pass so that is on there the um so, oh, wow. yeah i'm pretty sure that one they put a whole bunch of square yeah, yeah uh, actually yeah all the square um like seven eight and i believe nine are all on game pass that's great yeah yeah, because I think I saw it because my older sister got a Xbox Series X for Christmas. So. Great video games. Honestly, 8's like one of the weirdest ones to start with um, just because it yeah. works so much different than every that other weird Final Fantasy. Drawing magic out of things. And, and... E- equipping magic onto the right um, yeah. stats and stuff and having the proper weird. GFs to properly equip. It's strange indeed. Yeah. Um, Alex, what's, yes. what's another game? Let's talk about another game. You want to talk about another uh, game? Just pick one. Okay. Or draw it out of the hat there. Draw it out of this hat. Um, <laughs> I show a phone. Phone. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's go with. What did we just talk about? An RPG? Let's go. Let's go somewhere different. Let's this go. So I love this. <laughs> let's go a newer game. Uh, this is a game that I put on later in the list or i mean i guess it was my number six technically on here but um like i said earlier i was going through games where i spent a lot of time with them but also games that i actually legitimately enjoy um so celeste is on this list oh nice, um, nice. It is one of the best experiences and best games i have ever played um it is a very good narrative. Um, it's an excellent story. I guess that's the same thing. Um, but also, the gameplay is superb. <laughs> it's It rewards you for knowing how to play games. Uh, <laughs> and just exploring and just being good. Uh, but, like, it's not Super Meat Boy hard, if that makes sense. Where, like, Super Meat Boy, you know, like, you're... Um, you have a whole level, and then if you die, you die. You have to start the level again. The levels are short in Super Meat Boy, mm-hmm. but um, you still have to do everything all over again. That's the point. You're supposed to try to speed run. Um, but with Celeste, like, 
you you just have to focus on that one screen that you're on. And if you get past it, cool. Now you go to the next screen. Take your time. Plus, um, like, the accessibility options, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that as well. So, like, yeah, there are a lot of accessibility options um, where you can just have unlimited dash if you really want to. Um, I don't know. There's, there's just so many different things uh, where you can't fall into... Um, you can't fall in the pits. Uh, like damage uh, decrease. Do they have anything like that, or take less, take more hits? Well, I mean, there isn't really a way to take. If you take one hit, you die. Well, but I mean, I think. I mean, I think. Yeah, there might be something where you're just un- invincible. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I know. I, I remember people telling me like since, <laughs> and uh, the company like develop or focus so much on their narrative, like they want people to mm-hmm. finish this. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, I always thought that story for that was really great. And then I found out later <clears throat> that uh, it was it, it deals with depression, mm-hmm. which you don't see a lot of games that actually have a st- like a story that is like real life per se, you know, like depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I played I actually played quite a bit of it. I never finished it, but I did. Um, I think mental health is so important nowadays. And for a yeah. game company to go, look, this is important. And to put in an aspect where gamers would would see this and learn from it, uh, I to me, I just think that's awesome. You don't see that very often, and for them to do it was great. And it it, it really is. It is a it is a well done game. Um, I suck at it like god awful, but the controls are spot on. Yeah, I just think I'm old and I'm losing that hand eye coordination. But you know, like they're they're. You know, you always worry about like controls on games or whatever, but it's like spot on. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, lots of memorization too. Like you, you know. So, but I like, I like I said, I think that story is just probably one of the better ones I've seen in an independence game like that. I agree, and the DLC is very good as well. Um, the only issue with the DLC is that it's super hard, um, like impossible hard at points. Um, to where, like, I had to give up for a week and then go back to a screen, magically do it, and then not win at the next screen and then give up for another couple weeks. Um, just because I just wasn't in that right mindset of, yeah. like, I can't do this right now. Um, but, I mean, that it's it's there for people who want the challenge, but then there's also accessibility options to continue and listen to the story if you really want to. Mm-hmm. Um because, yeah, like you were talking about earlier, Ben, like, yeah, it deals with depression and things like, but, uh, yeah, I feel that the, someone asked me this question a while back. Um, they were saying like, oh, well, or brought up this statement or topic. They're like, oh, well, you would um, play this game anyway if uh, this is still be like your, one of your favorites or like you play this game anyway, even if it didn't have the story. And I told them, like, I don't know, because like the story and the gameplay is so intertwined with each other that um i don't know if i i mean i wouldn't notice and probably gelled with it a little bit but i probably would have got got more upset with it and probably right. if there wasn't the story that keeps telling you keep going keep doing it you're doing fine um yeah i don't know it's this the story gives you hope and just eggs you on to keep going right on yeah awesome yeah i played celeste for like um just a little bit on xbox back in the day when it first launched mm-hmm. Or it was first on Game Pass, maybe I can't remember, but um, yeah, yeah, very 
very awesome. Yeah, just uh, the the gameplay was like super tight, and yeah, you just had to be good uh, to get them. What apples? Were, were they apples or strawberries? Strawberries. Strawberries. Yeah, yeah, golden yeah. strawberries. Goddamn. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good game though. Like I wish I would have seen it through. I think I got up to like the second or third rung on the mountain or whatever. But yeah. Okay. I need to go back to that one of these days. Now that I have the PC, maybe I should do that. Man, so many games yeah. I need to play, dude. There's like six worlds, so like as long as you're not trying to collect everything, just try to experience the game as it's what it is, and yeah, you'll be good. There's that. also all the secret hearts and stuff as well that unlock the cave. So like the because there is an epilogue in the game hmm. as well as DLC. So right on. There's there's a lot to do there. Cool, cool, cool. What's next, man? What's next? Oh man. Um. So what we do? I've been skipping around. Um. <laughs> Let's see, I did Mario World, we did Celeste, we did Six. Um, I guess... So, pretty much the rest of these are RPGs. Um, no, no shame, dude. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Read the game. No, yeah, it's I know. Okay. But okay. Um, Let's... We won't judge you, they will though, don't worry. No, yeah, yeah, they will. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I don't really want to talk much about this game because I feel like I've talked about this game a lot. But also, it's one of those games that you just really have to experience and hopefully one day you can experience it. It's called Mother 3. <laughs> okay. Right. I was wondering if that was on there, to be oh, honest. It has to be. Come on. I'm, I'm trying to learn Japanese to play this game. So, like, let's go. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm learning hiragana and katakana and eventually some kanji. Like, I've been practicing for, like, a, almost a whole month now. I'm um, just trying to learn so I can learn how to play this game without a stupid translation patch. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's like it's a better Earthbound is first what I want to call it. It's a more focused Earthbound as well. It is a almost it's a mobile game. I mean, it's it's a handheld game, so it it's built on that pick up and play mentality where there are a bunch of save points. They're frogs, uh, save frogs around. Um, uh, but it, it focuses on story and the first like chapter is excellent because you just get to play um, a very emotional, roller coaster and beginning i guess because you you get to play as certain characters like in a tutorial essentially so like you get to play as flint uh then you get to play as um duster and then um who, so flint is like the the dad of the two boys uh, lucas and klaus um then you get to play as duster which is like um basically like a phantom thief in trading um and who's like his grandpa's trying to teach him like how to steal this egg from this castle. Um, and then you get to play as Kumatora, who is like a princess type person. Um, and then, yeah, uh, eventually like after, and you get to play like as a monkey for a little bit as well, experience his torment of um, being with this evil guy. Um, but like after you do all this, uh, all this uh, tutorial stuff where you learn about this um, island that basically is untouched by possessions and um, greed and all this kind of stuff. This 
this guy um, shows up one day and he starts giving people like these, I forget what they call them now. It's been a while since I played it like happy boxes, essentially where he's like, Oh, you'll, you'll love this. It'll, it'll keep you entertained. It'll do all this stuff for you. And um, they also introduce like money into the world, into the city. So like this peaceful town eventually in a few years grows into like an actual city. And um, like at the beginning of the game, you can just go save, you can go eat, you can go do whatever. And then comes a certain point when you get to play as Lucas, when you're a little older, um, it's like earthbound. You have to start buying things. You have to start saving money. Um, All these happy boxes, these TVs are around and all these people are just like, sucked into the tvs and they're just like don't care about anything they're all greedy because they're watching tv commercialized yeah love it and like uh i don't like, even really the... know anything about these games to be honest i've never played earthbound so yeah but like even like duster's uh grandpa or father who's um was helping you and stuff like he's put in like the crazy like old folks home because um he's like oh he doesn't want a happy box so he's he's insane he he doesn't need that um so obviously there's something wrong with them. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot of good things about this game. But like once it starts going, I think it's like chapter four, or chapter five, when the game is actually like started. <laughs> um, and you actually have, you're playing as Lucas. You're playing as Lucas that you see in like Smash Bros. Yeah. Uh, Brawl, like that version of Lucas. And you're just trying to um, stop the world from ending, essentially. Um is the easiest way that I can put that because there's a lot more to do with it. Um, but yeah, the, there are issues with this game that I don't really want to touch. Um, more so as like just localization issues. You can look it up and read it or whatever, where certain types of people, uh, I don't know. Uh, there's a certain race of people who um, can be taken offense, like people could take offense to it, but they're supposed to be like, I don't know, not gendered. They just, for lack of a better term, they look like men dressed up as women, but like with, they all like have like a five o'clock shadow and they're just called Magipsies. They've, they've lived in uh, this universe forever and they just, they just have magic powers. Like that's it. So they just, don't know the concept of gender. They just do whatever they want and just help people. Um, <laughs> I see. But, but yeah, because of the way they are, because of the way they're portrayed, yeah. I guess, like that's one of the reasons why people are like, oh, this game's never going to get localized <laughs> unless they do something, yeah. unless they change that. Because yeah, someone's going to take offense into it, uh, right. offense to it, at, regardless of like good offense, bad offense. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, like it could be both sides of the coin. Like parents would be like, why is this in this kid's game? And then the other side could be like, why are they discriminating against these people? Yeah, but yeah. I don't really see it like too. that, but also I played a translation of it. So it's possible that they could have uh, cleaned it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? I mean, that's why I want to play it for myself. But uh, besides all that stuff, like, yeah, it's an excellent RPG um, and it's very fun. I played it on my Retron 5. Um, I, put, I have an actual cartridge of Mother 3 complete in box. And um, I put it in there, put an SD card in with the translation patch. And uh, that's how I played it. Because you can't get this game. Uh, you can't. There is no localization of the official localized version of this game yet. 
So yeah, there is a fan translation patch that you can basically dump onto a ROM and make it play. But mm, yeah, gotcha. right on. All right, so that was Mother of Three. Yeah, good game. Right on. Right on. <laughs> Remember that time, Ben, that Alex said he didn't want to talk that much about Mother 3, and then he told us a live story there. That was incredible. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear so much about that. That was, that was awesome. Wait, so have you finished this game? Uh, have you finished yeah. it, then? You, you yeah. said you played the ROM. Okay, I don't know. No, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, so, so the way the retron works. Must be, huh? Is it like like a one-to-one translation, or like the with like the actual translation? Oh, Oh, I mean, uh, I haven't played it in Japanese or anything. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, no, I, I played, like, the fan translation thing, gotcha. which, like, uh, is made by, what's his name, Clyde Tomato or something. He has some uh, books and stuff. Uh, he also had some live stream, streams a while back where he would, like, play Final Fantasy 2 slash 4 uh, or 6, and he would show, like, here's the original game. Here's the game with uh, the english localization here's the game with the game boy advance localization and here's google translate trying to translate the game and just see like how, how different, different it yeah. is that's interesting uh-huh. Funny stuff. yeah just it's like all playing at once but like he's really big in the translations and things like that and i believe he's translated some games for real hmm. um so like it was just a big fan project so like i feel like it is the most legit like, you can get hit, yeah. the most legit like way so like they've even said multiple times like nintendo just take this do what you want with it just release the game mm-hmm. uh for people but yeah i i played that translation patch and i feel like um it was pretty good because yeah i played with the retron 5 and with the translation patch but with a real cartridge so it dumped the real rom into the retron since a retron's an emulator it's not yeah, a yeah it's not an actual player, i don't know yeah cartridge yeah player um but yeah, I mean, it's a good game. I have played it all. I beat it. Go and play it. Yeah. It's excellent. Um, Smash Bros. spoils a lot of it, so you might recognize things later on. <laughs> but because Smash Bros. just assumes that you've played this game by now. That's fair. It's super old. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, 2006, maybe 2005. So yeah, there it's a go. game because it's a Game Boy Advance 16, game. So 16 years old. That's old enough. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. You made me talk about Mother 3 some more. That was your fault. That was my uh, fault. I love you, Alex. <laughs> oh, my God. This is entertainment right here. Uh, <laughs> um, Let's see here. Man, there's so many games. Um, I'll touch on maybe a few more here. I don't know how many I've gone through. Uh, that was three, I believe? No, nah, we've done four, four maybe. Four. That was yeah. four. Okay, yeah, you're right. Four. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Huh? Do you have more than ten? No, I have ten. Oh, okay. I have ten. I'm just trying to... I'm just trying to, like, are any of these worth it? (laughs) Um, If if they're uh, on your list, list, then they're worth it in some aspect. I guess. Uh, And and I named the episode Game Stonk and Alex's Top Ten, so you got to come through with the ten here. Okay. Yep. Screen camera, oh jeez. Okay. That's what it's gonna top, be called. Top four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the next thing, I mean, this could fill out the rest of the list, but I'm not gonna do it that way. Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is Kingdom Hearts one, two, three. Birth by Sleep. Uh... Yeah, Birth by Sleep used to be my favorite, honestly, for the longest time, and it's because of how different it was and how it did a lot of quality of life things that I really enjoyed. 
<clears throat> and it was uh, handheld, uh, which was awesome. So like, you know, just having, um, uh, what was it? There was no magic in that game. You just had like the, the commands, like you would just like choose a command and then that had its own cooldown meter, um, which like uh, a dream drop kind of did too later on. And I liked that a lot. Um, so which, which one do you have on the list? But anyway, uh, but yeah, so I would say like that used to be my favorite, but the first one is definitely my favorite. Oh, Uh, wow. Okay. It's like, yet again, it's the game that I have sunk the most hours into. I had the platinum for this game. Um, I have a lot of um, attachment to this game. It's, uh, I've told the story um, on the podcast before where like I went to a neighbor's house and I played Kingdom Hearts 2 for like the, or Kingdom Hearts for the very first time. And, like, you start to play the game and you're, like, in that uh, world where, like, it has the stained glass painting, like, on the ground. And then Dark Side pops up and I felt the rumble. And I was like, that's really, like, weird and scary. And I, like, set the controller down. Because um, I was like, that's, I'm not used to rumble. I'm not used to all this scary stuff. Where's my Disney? Um, Where's my Disney? And, but, yeah, like, uh, playing <laughs> through it. And, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's an excellent game i really like the grounded nature of the combat like it's very simple and clean but um it's (laughs) i I did it twice um like it it is it it is simple and grounded but it's also um it can be complex at certain times you really have to guard at the right times if you're playing like proud mode or um i guess yeah just proud there's no critical in this version um in any of the versions um for that matter matter um but yeah the the stories i feel like the story is fine in this one especially because it didn't go off the deep end it's pretty self-explanatory in its own right because it is yeah it is a full complete story that yeah set up for a sequel that should have just been a direct sequel my goodness square you went off the deep end with everything other one but it's still good anyway we got I, chain I of memories love, dude yeah i absolutely love one and rechain of memories yeah um it's still to the organization 13 just got so you just had to follow so many characters man there's mm-hmm. too many characters there's so follow. many of them many and guys. they come back 13, in three literally 13 of them uh, yeah <laughs> and there's a new 13 as well um in three um <laughs> but yeah like uh kingdom hearts just the first one it's it's the game that, yeah, it's it's Final Fantasy meets Disney. It's an RPG. It's an action RPG. Um, it's, um, I don't know if it's like one of the first games that really did this, but it felt, it felt Zelda-esque, but more focused um, just because it had, it had more actual RPG elements because it is an RPG, um, but it had that kind of like, uh, lock on, attack, enemy, go to next enemy, attack, mm-hmm. do some puzzles, attack. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think I like this one the most because it is kind of like a better Zelda game <laughs> at certain points. Um, but also, um, yeah, seeing all these Final Fantasy characters and stuff, like I, I knew I knew of Cloud. I did not play Final Fantasy VII yet at that time. Um, so just seeing this guy with just this like one wing thing and seeing Sephiroth and all that, just being like, whoa, what is this? This is, Bro, this yeah. is neat. No <laughs> idea how confused my brother and I were when they met uh, like Leon in Kingdom Hearts and they called him Leon. Yeah. And I was just like, no, that's Squall. Squall. 
That's a squall. You guys got it wrong. Like, what yeah. kind of weird translation is this? Or Aerith versus Aerith. Dude, yeah, I know. That drove me nuts. Yeah. But yeah, I never really... Um, um, let's see. I played maybe four and... Um, let's see. Four and maybe ten at the time. And that's it. Um, didn't really play six yet. Six was a little later in my timeline. Yeah, um, there's, there's but uh, a lot of ten representation, especially yeah, there was in the, in the beginning. Too. Yeah, with uh, Waka. Yo Waka and Titus and that's, no, it. that's that, actually that's uh, Sophie's from eight. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's eight. Uh, are they the um, characters? I think they are. Yeah, yeah, those are the only ones on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like there's there's representation and for like a lot of Final Fantasy games there. But yeah. I don't know. It, it's just an enjoyable game. It's an enjoyable series. Like I was saying earlier, we're playing through, or I'm playing through Kingdom Hearts 3 right now on critical mode and still having a blast. I think this 3 is ending, starting to turn out to be maybe my favorite now, but I'll have to see until the end just because I'm really enjoying this combat. Okay. That says a lot. Especially in critical. And I have, so the way I'm playing critical, I have the Ultima weapon. So. Because you can uh, do a new game, new game plus where you can just transfer your keyblades over. Yeah. So I have Ultima, so I'm just using my Ultima everywhere, and it's like somewhere in between proud and critical. It's not quite critical, so but it's, so it's like just easy or just challenging enough to where I can get through it. Okay. Um, but I do have like less health, and enemies do attack harder and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. Um, next time. By like next year or so, like three might be on this list instead. Hmm. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah, one will remain on the top of my Kingdom Hearts list. Yeah, me too. Time. So, great video game though, man. Yeah, I love Kingdom Hearts, man. It's been forever. Yeah. Hmm. Um, let's go through. Not gonna lie. <laughs> hey, dude, I've played that game. I've hundred percented it uh, twice in my life. Yeah. Beat Sephiroth more than fourteen times. And that's a weird number that I remember from my childhood. So it's probably more than that, honestly. Um, well, but... I was fighting Sephiroth uh, when I was platinuming the game. I got to level 99, and um, I fought Sephiroth. And I, like, didn't one-hit KO him, but, like, pretty close. Like, it was just, like, really fast. No. Yeah. That's impossible. I had Ultima, and I had I was level 99. We'll talk about this later. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I can I can pull it. I, I guess I don't have that. Someone's borrowing that game. But, like... I could time myself and see how fast it takes to like kill that guy because it yeah, took like less than five seconds. Three minute fight. No, no. Kingdom Hearts two, sure. Kingdom Hearts two is much harder. Um, but yeah, no. Kingdom Hearts one, like if you it's are Alex, over I'm not gonna fact and... check you here, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I am gonna fact check you actually, dude. There's no way. That's impossible. I feel like it was there's really fast. No way. There's no way. It was way faster than two. Okay. It was less than a minute. He has seven health bars. Yeah? <laughs> I think. Or it might be more, actually. I think it's more because it doesn't... Uh, like, there's... I think it's, like, orange was the highest for that game. And then, like, it doesn't go down <laughs> for a while. Um, oh, wait. Remix? This is Remix, right? <laughs> I like the... the... Yeah, yeah, but, like, that shouldn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. This video is this video is three minutes long, Alex. I'm just saying. Hmm. Speed run. Are they level 99 speed though? Speed run. 
Do they have Ultima? Speed run. Yeah, okay, fair enough. All right, just go on. I know I had all that too when I was a child, and I maybe I just sucked it up. Yeah, probably. I used the strat from the strategy guide. Leave me alone. I used to have the strategy guide, and then someone borrowed it and never returned it. Oh, Bastards. Very sad yeah. story. Mine doesn't have a front cover. Also, yeah, neither does mine, because someone ripped... Well, like, when they so borrowed it, they like, it got ripped or something. And uh, I met up with him again recently, maybe a year or so ago. He's like, hey, I still have your guide. <laughs> He's on. like, do you want it back? And it's like all of the throwing to shreds. It's like, no, no you, can, you can have it. <laughs> I'm good on that. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So that was five games, I think. Five or six. Mm-hmm. Five, um, down. One, two, three, four, five. Dang. Five more. That's so many. Um, I'll start to... Pick that one. Nope, that one. Okay, we'll talk about this one, one really short because it was kind of <clears throat> just like a last minute thing. Um, we talked about uh, Super Nintendo games earlier and stuff. Uh, I put Link to the Past on here and I think it's just because I played that game the most out of all of them now. I haven't really played many other Zelda games. <sighs> like, I mean, like, I played all the Zelda games, but like Link to the Past is one that I can just pick up and play mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and it's so easy and accessible to play it. Whereas uh, uh, Ma- uh, Majora's Mask, I would say, is probably like my favorite, maybe. But like, it's been so long where I've played through all of that. Um, even like the 3DS port. I didn't beat the 3DS one because it just, um, I don't know, it just felt weird. Because <laughs> I was playing on a 3DS. Mm-hmm. So playing uh on like the n64 or like the virtual console for the wii or wii u that's how i played um majora's mask and um it was the first uh zelda game i played but um or besides the original zelda like i played it before ocarina really yeah i want to say uh but yeah like link to the past is the game just that i continuously go back to and yeah it's a little more like open world too like per se than majora's mask and like ocarina and some of the newer ones Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean definitely a lot easier to not get yourself lost going back to it if you put it down for a few days on like majora's mask where like man i can't do that well you have the bomber's notebook you can see what you're doing sure but i mean just as far as like picking up and playing you know Mm -hmm. i i yeah you're right though that's built in sure but yeah i need a Um, more of a reminder and the game even knows that so you know i think that says a lot (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, I would say, um, like, generally, yeah, Majora's Mask would be my favorite just because of um, all that stuff. But, yeah, just Link to the Past is a game that I just keep going back to again and again. And just because of how simple it is, but also, and clean. yeah, how open it is. I didn't say clean this time. Um, I did, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it, I don't know. It, like, the, the story is there, but it's not intrusive. Um, it's... Uh, I don't know. I like games when I know what to do and where everything is. So, like, it's just fun to just go through and just not necessarily speed run a game, but just be like, okay, cool. So, uh, I played this game so many times. All right. So, I'm going to go get the sword. Okay. Now I'm going to go and get the bottle because I know where the bottle is and this is the best time to do it. Mm -hmm. And just, I don't know, just you have a checklist in your mind and you just know what to do next, next, and next. Even even the first time playing this game, it's a 
much better at directing you. It's not like nearly as cryptic as like the first one where you have to just literally yeah. go around burning bushes and hoping yep. for the best. It's just like that's why I don't like that game. I don't like the first one. It's the most. I, I like two better than the you, first one. Yeah, if you don't know what you're doing, it's like the worst kind of secrets in games where like yeah. no hints. It's like yeah, even in Dark Souls, like walls and stuff is like other people can mark them if you're playing online like mm -hmm. yeah the game doesn't tell you it's there but like it has a way of telling you in a way so i mean like you can go into like uh yeah in the originals though like you can go into caves and stuff and they'll tell you like oh burn this bush over here but it doesn't tell you which bush where, yeah, doesn't tell you where yeah i don't know <laughs> so like i don't know like you can just waste your time just burning all the bushes and eventually you'll find it but like that's not fun yeah exactly yeah but yeah i don't know link to the past is is a good game and that's why it's on this list um i don't know do you yeah, guys have anything to say about like the best no, I mean, huh? yeah it's um oh i said it earns alex's seal of approval yeah <laughs> yeah i think yeah ben and i probably both love this game oh yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't even know how many hours i have in that game um but you know it, it's just really one of those ones that <clears throat> it kind of reminds me like when you're talking about super mario world earlier Super Mario World has a special place in my heart just for what it was. Coming from the NES and getting that Super Nintendo and then popping that in, you're like, it, it, it's like night and day. Same with Zelda. Like, having the other two Zeldas on NES and then popping this one in, um, I liked it better. It played better. You know, it just was like overall like that big, huge game. And that's what you wanted for SNES because... Otherwise, man, you get these games and you're just like, okay, so four hours, I'm done. What next? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, then it was always something different. So, yeah, I think that I'm glad that's on your list. Hell, I'd probably be on my list. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely. I don't know. I'm not like I, I put it up there. It's I, I agree uh, that it mm -hmm. is like one of the best games of all time. I love it. It's by far the, the Zelda game that I've started the most and finished the least, if that makes sense. Okay. So it's like. I pick it up all the time. I'll start a new file. I'll get a couple hours into it, beat the first dungeon, and then I'll never go back to that file again. Um, whereas when I pick up Ocarina of Time for some reason, like I do feel compelled to sing that one through, or at least getting to Adult Link. Um, there's better, like, there's definite checkpoints in Link to the Past, sure, mm -hmm. but like the open world nature of it does, like, I almost like the more linear Zelda in a way, I guess. That's fair. But dope, yeah. yeah, dope, man. I like Zelda. Cool, nice, 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 <laughs> nice, nice. In the nice. terms of, or in the words of Tuco Salamance from uh, Breaking Bad, nice, 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 nice. Never seen it. Oh wait, he says tight. Sorry, tight, tight. Yeah, tight. he says. There we go. I was gonna say he says tight. Yeah, after he's you, you could have just said nice, and I would have been like, yeah. Yeah, Alex just shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> um, Had to be a Zelda see. list or Zelda game on the list for sure. Yeah. Uh, I almost put Secret of Mana instead, honestly, because I enjoyed the multiplayer of that a ton. I played that with one of our friends, uh, Matt, uh, for the first time like a few years ago, and uh, that was just an excellent time. It's it's very much like Zelda, um, Link to the yeah. Past, enough, but um, there are a lot of broken things in that game, though, and that's why it's not on this list. <laughs> um, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So... The next game, I guess, we will talk about. Um, what is that spelled wrong? Oh, no, it's just my my phone thinks the game spelled wrong, but it's not. It's just a weird word. Uh, Banjo Kazooie is uh, 
I could have wrote your list. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. There's a couple of them. I'm like, they're gonna be on there, and this was one of them. So, okay, so was Mother Three there? Was Banjo Kazooie there? Um, if I was writing your list, Banjo Kazooie, Mother Three, Kingdom Hearts series. Okay. Um, there's another big one that I'm going to talk about later. I, if Donkey Kong's not on that list, I don't know which. I mean, that's got to be on your list. It's okay. got to be on there. Um, stay tuned. Um, but yeah, Banjo Kazooie is an excellent game. It's made. We talked about uh, earlier. We talked about uh, Rare, and we talked about uh, all the types of games that they play. Like um, they are they made. Um, so, like for example, um, they made like Goldeneye. They made. Uh, let's see. Perfect Dark. They they made so many different games, yeah. um, but uh, Banjo Kazooie was one of the first uh, collectathon platformers that I really got into and played, just because it was um, it's it's a I almost said simple. <laughs> it, it's a it's, yeah it's it's I a great game. Yeah, uh, Kazooie is what we're talking about. Oh, um, just started, but uh, tight 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 sorry. Okay. Um, but yeah, Banjo Kazooie is just—it's a really good 3D collectathon platformer because there weren't really many of those at the time. But I feel like this game is just better than—it's better than Mario 64 by a mile. Um, just because I've talked about this before, I probably talked about it on this podcast, this show before. Um, just because it doesn't—it doesn't have that annoying thing where you go into a level you do the objective you get kicked out of the level you have to go back oh, into the level yeah and it's just so annoying whereas with banjo kazooie you're in a level and everything that's in that level besides maybe a couple of things where it's like you need know, unlockable later or something um they you can do everything in that level in that one run um, so you can get all the jiggies, you can get all the notes and everything just in that one run of getting into that level. And so it doesn't hurt your time or progression or anything, really, just because I, don't know, I, I enjoy playing a level and completing it and then going to the next level and completing it okay. instead of uh, Mario 64 where, yeah, I mean, I know like the level can change a little bit every once in a while. And yes, it was one of the first collectathon 3d platformers but um yeah banjo kazooie just did it miles and miles better yeah now i haven't played banjo in forever so like okay you're saying you can go through sweep out all the collectibles do all the objectives and everything and then move on to the next level now mm -hmm. okay so it's very unlike donkey kong 64 it sounds like then where you're constantly it's almost more of like a metroidvania <laughs> style where you like you're like okay well now that i have this character i can go back to this stage and now that I have this many balloons uh, or this many bananas, I can go unlock this boss to go fight. Is it? I mean, I don't. I mean, yeah, I strong. DK sixty four kind of does the same thing as well, ex except that in DK sixty four there seemed to be same thing with Banjo Tooie. Um, there seemed to be more locked uh, places where yeah, you have to play level two or you have to play level four and then go back to level two, and there's something secret there. Um, that you got from level four. Mm -hmm. um, whereas yeah. with Banjo Kazooie, it's just like level one, you can do all the level one stuff. Level two, you can do all the level two stuff because you just have your two characters and um, you 
gain all your move you gain like one move a level but um you except the first level you gain a few of them um but uh like there aren't many moves that are not available at certain points like uh like i said there's maybe only a couple of them where like oh uh you get this move uh, like one of the later levels but you need it for this specific part um in like level five or something but like um yeah it's a it's a linear i mean like it can be a linear type game uh that's the way that i play it um like i just go through try to collect everything and then yeah just go to the next one because like there is a hub world where you can go through and um get the secrets and uh, as well as um uh yeah just unlocking the levels because you have to gain so many of these jig jigsaw puzzles jiggies in order to unlock the next level and make a uh, picture um but it it's just easier just to go through and do as many as you can (laughs) in my opinion just to get it over with and there are um, like the pause screens and stuff. You can view your totals and you can see how many different collectibles you have. And um, if you're missing any, um, yeah, it's, it's not too hard to miss stuff in that game. Maybe the last level or so uh, click clock woods, which is the one where I always get confused just because it's, um, it's the most complicated level. Cause it's the one with the different seasons. Um, Many people haven't even played this level because you don't have to play it in order to beat the game. Um, like, it's just one of those, like, if you get all the jiggies, then um, you can unlock this particular level and you can gain more things to then unlock more things. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like, uh, you don't have to go through this level in order to fully get to the top, I believe. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the thing with this is like, it's just like a giant mountain and uh you start and like i think it's like spring and like there's different doors and then you can go through spring do a certain thing and uh help out an animal and then like you unlock winter and then you have to go back and go into winter and then like oh this animal remembers you from this one part and you have to help them like story beats and progression there like it it acts like you're actually doing stuff when you're really not but like Mm -hmm. it because you're just progressing time faster, but it's just by going through um, these different doors and stuff. But uh, these different seasons have different objectives uh, or certain like places where like, oh, this honeycomb is only available here. Or um, you can only turn into a bee in the springtime because uh, that's when uh, you can, I don't know, uh, that's when mom, wait, no, maybe it's like summer or something. Because uh, like you're transforming shaman guy mumbo like uh there's only like certain seasons that you can go through and transform because the other times he's like oh i'm spring cleaning can't can't transform you right now or like it's too cold it's it's uh it's winter uh i'm not gonna transform you (laughs) or he's just like gone or something but um so like there's a little like linear like oh you have to do this here um type stuff in that one but that is the most confusing level um and that's the one where i need it's not that I need help. It's just like, I need, uh, some time. Whereas like the other ones I can go through pretty fast. I remember them all. Um, I forget. I was looking at my time a while ago. It's, it's, I know it's under 10 hours. It might be around nine hours or under nine hours. Cause we talked about that once on the episode where you're t- saying like, 
Oh, I should try to speed run this. Um, yeah, seems like it'd be a fun one too. Like three D platformers yeah. are hard to speed run though. But yeah, a lot of um, you got to learn for you know, older games like that too, and there's probably a lot of glitches. I don't even yeah haven't even seen. Yeah, the the version I play though is the Xbox Live Arcade version, so on the Xbox One, mm-hmm. uh, where they just um, made a lot of quality of life things to it, so like you can um, uh, you can it remembers all of your collectibles when you leave a level and come back instead of forgetting everything because like the RAM it couldn't remember everything. So that's the reason why it like made a high score. It's like, Oh, you got a high score of a hundred. But yeah, the new game or the new versions, it's just like, yeah, we, we have enough memory. We can remember which ones you grabbed and which ones you didn't. So you don't have to uh, go searching, but I feel like that makes it a little bit harder (laughs) because Mm -hmm. you won't see a string of notes. You're just missing one. Um, So it's just, it's harder to try to like find clues and stuff to find where, things are missing but that's why i try to do things all at once as well so you don't run into that sort of issue um but yeah excellent game right on yeah it's been years since i played banjo go play banjo yeah. everyone um i have three more games Ooh. Oof. did you say the late. best for last i mean i can um so i'm going to talk about this one really short um I actually will. Um, <laughs> instead of where you made me talk about Mother 3 for a long time. Um, I, I but anyway, the, word, the Worlds with You is a great game. It's the best DS game of all time. Um, it's very fun. It utilizes uh, both touchscreen and the top screen very well. Um, it is a simultaneous, simultaneous, like the way that you play it, you have to play it with both screens at the same time. Uh, so you have to use like the D-pad to control the top screen and the touch screen with the stylus to control the bottom screen. Two different characters attacking in different uh, ways. And the story is excellent. Music is fantastic. I have the soundtrack on iTunes. Um, the remake of it uh, is not great <laughs> um, just because it's the mobile port on the Switch. And I ne- have never beaten that version because I don't, I don't know, I tried I've tried multiple times. I just can't get into it just because I needs two screens, huh? It needs two screens. Yeah. Like just make that make that possible. Let me turn that switch vertically and let me just do stuff there. Um I don't know, man, because you gotta think about compatibility with Switch Lite. Would that even Man, that'd be a switch. Um, like there are games yeah, I know, but like there are certain games where you can um where you can uh play like that. Like some of the arcade what are those called? Uh, Arc- stuff, yeah, I've seen yeah, like games, like yeah, and even some of the like Punch Out. Stuff. I think it was where like it would show both of the screens if um, you turn it vertically. Hmm. I know, on like Switch. Mario Party and stuff, you know, or yeah, they kind of do some compatible things like that, but can't really think of anything other than like the pinball games that are just straight up and down. I know there's a couple of other ones though. Yeah, no, I want to say, um, yeah, some of those arcade games, I, I'm pretty sure it was uh, punch out super punch out or whatever whatever the arcade one was like you can put it vertically and just play it and like you can see the top screen and the bottom screen because that's kind of like how it was back in the yeah, arcade yeah um with like the the wireframe little mac thing mm-hmm. um but yeah that's the word ends with you um told you i want to talk about it long <laughs> fair enough fair enough unless you want me to um is the best ds game ever by the way everyone but yeah uh, wait what i said 999 is the best ds game ever by the way but okay 999 yeah 
pretty good. It's pretty good. I, f- I forgot that game existed because I don't like the other two games. Like, crap, it's been <laughs> on my list. Dude, I just booted up Virtue's Last Reward a couple of nights ago, and I was just like, I can't do it. I can't do this. Just play Danganronpa. It's, it's a better me, game. Makes me miss the first one. Yeah, um, I should. I own those, too. I have all three of them now. Have you played any of them? Uh, no. Um, yeah, Shelby has, though. She's really into uh, the first They're one. They're so good. The first and second one are excellent. Uh, Ultra Despair Girls is really good, too. Uh, three I never finished. By heard it doesn't end well. Um, so Fair I enough. never finished it. Uh, but anyway, lists lists are things. Um, so these two games, Ben knows one of them. You right. might know the other one. Uh, or you might know both of them, Spencer. Um, so I'm now. just going to go with the one that Ben knows. Because um, he earlier... Oh wow! Whoa, shocker! Whoa! Uh, I I do love I do love that um that temple level because you can just snipe people from top of the temple. I totally uh, remember that. Yeah. It's yeah, I love that. Um, no oh, man, that is a good game though. I want to play Battlefront Battlefront two so badly right now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Donkey Kong Country two. Yeah, I've never, uh, never heard of it. We were we were talking earlier while you were uh, disposed of for a little bit. Donkey Kong and what now? Donkey Kong Country 2. Yeah, and, and, uh, let's see. Yeah, we were talking a little bit, and, uh, Ben was saying, like, oh, I can, I could have probably written your list. And he's like, oh, yeah, Donkey Kong Country 2 is going to be on there. <laughs> so I thought I should probably say that right now. Um, but yeah, it is the best platformer I've ever played. Whoa. Wow, that's, cool. that's powerful. It is it's an excellent game. Um, has very good collectibles, uh, very good progression, um, and just like the way that the level progression and stuff like that. Um, very memorable levels, very memorable music. Uh, it's better than the first game. So much better than the first game. Um, just the mobility of everyone. When I was younger... I feel like I keep recycling things because I feel like I talk about a lot of these games on other uh, podcasts or other things. But um, when I was younger, like I felt I, I used to play as Dixie more since like Dixie is, uh, I don't know, you have that handicap of like uh, you can just safely propel wherever you want to mm-hmm. and like you just have that safety feature there. Um, but um, when I'm older now, I play mostly as Diddy because he's more mobile. He can do those uh run off a uh run off an edge of a platform do a cartwheel and then get an extra jump from that so you can like hit something and then jump back up like just do an air jump because you did a cartwheel um just like cool maneuvers like that um yeah this this game is excellent i go through it um same thing with uh, banjo kazooie i try to go through these games like once a year um i was playing it over winter break on the Switch since it's on Switch uh, Super Nintendo app now, um, and uh, I am at the fourth world, so like the one with like the bees and the roller coasters and all that kind of stuff, um, and it has the first like Bramble ones as well. So like the Bramble, I forget what that's called, Sticker Brush Symphony, which is like one of the best songs in all of Donkey Kong. Um, but, uh, it's the one with like all the barrels and just all the brambles and all the spines and I don't know. It's, it's an excellent level. 
Yeah, the, the, just yeah, the music in general is great. Well, yeah, Donkey Kong. I've never finished any of the country games, but should yeah, I know? Yeah, I've played the first one the most too. I want to say, um, yeah, just because that's what my grandpa had, and like I was always over at his house growing up. So yeah, they my my grandparents had a Super Nintendo. Um, my older sister has it now, but um, they had all their games boxed um, and everything completely in box. So. Uh, when my older sister got that Super Nintendo, she got all those games as well. There weren't many. It was like NHL 93, maybe 92. Um, and then Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Country 2, and maybe one other game. But uh, I have my own copy of Donkey Kong Country 2 when we were younger. And she gave me the box and all the extra things that were that came with hers. So, um, yeah, I have a complete inbox Donkey Kong Country 2. <laughs> Yeah, so pretty soon I'll get the original Donkey Kong Country as well because it's just sitting there and she's not doing anything with it. Granted, I'm not doing anything with mine either. I just like... Yeah, it's still like nice. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, excellent game. Uh, I remember playing that game a lot when I was younger um, just because, yeah, I would go to my grandparents and um, as well and uh, play that with my cousins or aunts and uncles um because one of my uncles was younger at the time um it's like the youngest uncle was probably like a teenager probably around college or something so like he had the games those were technically his but like um yeah we would just play it and i just play through like the end levels and and bosses and stuff since it was already beaten there uh i mean i would go home and play donkey Kong country 2 go to my grandparents house and play donkey Kong country 2 on a different save file that's awesome <laughs> Uh, same thing with like Mario and stuff like that, but um, or like turtles or whatever. Um, anyway, there is one more game, I guess. Um, Wait, do you know what the game is? Been... Yeah, do we have any guesses here? Alex's... I already guessed, I, I definitely guessed the last one, so you gotta guess this one, Spencer. Video game, you already said Final Fantasy VI. That was like the definitive one that I would have, I for sure knew that was going to be on your list. Yeah, how many um, copies of six? Do I, I could have guessed. I think World um, ends with you as well, but um, give me a hint. Is it a handheld game? It can be. Dang, that doesn't help because everything's on Switch nowadays. Um, God, <laughs> does the handheld refer to Switch? <laughs> One more no. hint. Okay, cool. Um, sorry, we're looking at a game. It's, it's not Pokemon. He doesn't love Pokemon that much. I thought about poking, putting Pokemon on here. I thought about putting Pokemon trading card game on here, honestly. What generation? Give me the generation. Give me the console that this is on. I need to know. That's hard to do. Okay, that's fair. Just tell me the game. I need to know. Do you? Yeah. Just tell it's, me. it's an RPG. Oh, of course it's an RPG. You already said that. It's not Persona, is it? Is it a Persona game? Persona 4 Golden? Persona 4 slash Persona 4 Golden. Yes. That took me too long. Sorry. I cheated. I'll yeah. take the hints. Come on. Hey, I know. The first Persona <laughs> game I ever played. So, Yeah, it is an excellent game. Uh, excellent characters. Um, excellent combat. Uh, story, music, you name it. Uh, that box up over here, I'm pointing um, whenever we get video eventually. Um, uh, that is the display box from GameStop. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Like a giant Vita display oh, yeah. box. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, I also have like a mask or whatever of uh, Chie's like eyes, like a sleep mask that I got from one of our old bosses. Uh, oh yeah, 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 because uh, yeah. yeah, she got us uh, that, and then um, there was also a Yosuke one as well, and uh, our friend Matt got that one. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know Persona Four Dancing. There, are, there are a lot of games in the series that like it spawns and just got a lot of cool games from it. Like I enjoy pretty much all the Persona Four games except Q, because uh, it's a weird Etrian Odyssey game, and I just Probably despise be the it. One I would enjoy the most. Funny enough, <laughs> I have it here. I didn't buy Q two on purpose because I was like, if it's gonna be on, if it shows up on Switch, I'll buy it. But if um, Q2 is just on 3DS. I'm not going to buy it because the Switch was already out at that point. And I was just like, I, I want this collector's edition, but I know I'm not going to play this game. Do you just not like yeah. the whole dungeon crawling aspect of it? Not really. It it, it wasn't Persona. Okay. And like, I if I want to play a dungeon crawly, I'll play an old Mega 10 game. I'll play Strange Journey. Um, or I'll play um, an actual Etrian Odyssey game. I don't want to play something that's pretending to be Persona. But in actuality, it's just a completely different game. Etrian Odyssey is uh, so good, dude. You should play those. The first one. Well, I, I played four. Games, man. Yeah, or whatever I, the one was for the 3DS. It's actually, I've only played the first one. So, like, I'm sure they were so streamlined now. But, like, the first one's got a lot of problems. It doesn't hold your hand at all either. So, they're really hard. I don't know I mean, if they're still, like, that hard. But, holy cow. I guess I played Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. That's the same thing. Because technically, those are Met- Etrian Odyssey spinoffs. Are they? Mystery Dungeon? Yeah, because it's like whatever it's like whatever they call those. Um, like it's called like Pokemon something. Uh, same thing with like Persona Q. I think it's the Q or something. Uh, like that means like Etrian Odyssey, like whatever that series is or that type of game. Um, I think so, Mystery yeah. Dungeon's like a tactics game though, right? Like the combat's tactics. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Mystery Dungeon is an Etrian type game. I don't think. It's it's more of just like a 3D top down. I've watched my okay. fiance play one of them, dude, and I don't like those games at all. They're not my cup of tea. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah, Persona Four slash Persona Four Golden, excellent, excellent games. Um, Persona Four Golden is the game, um, that is probably better, just because it is on the Vita, so it's portable. Um. And it's also on PC now on Steam, uh, but also it has all of those goodies, those um, quality of life things. Like for example, uh, like the things that came from Persona Three Fez, which was the second version of Persona Three. Um, I could put Persona Three on this list, honestly. Um, but uh, yeah, it it has the or actually no portable. I guess had this. So never mind. Never mind. Um, but uh, you can control your characters. You can control every single character. Persona 4 and Persona 3 and the older game, or yeah, I guess maybe the older games too, I want to say. Um, you can only control the protagonist and you can only tell like the other characters like tactics of like go all out or yeah. focus on heals or do stuff like that. I hate that. In Golden, that you can actually anything. do full control and uh, just like actually tell them to do their commands and all of that um so that's the better part about golden uh the worst part about golden is marie and she's horrible trash and she's horrible i hate her <laughs> get her out of this game um 
She's not fun. She's just annoying emo girl. Um, but she's integral to the plot because she has a dungeon at the very end. It's she is the golden aspect in this game. I hate her. Get get her out of here. Um, but uh, yeah, everything else about Persona Four is excellent. Like it's it's probably like I mean we talked about like all these RPGs and stuff like um and like Six for example like how it has really really good combat. I believe that Persona has really really good combat as well just where like you have to focus it's kind of like pokemon where you have to focus on weaknesses mm-hmm. but when you focus on a weakness you get a second attack yeah. you get i don't know you get rewarded for knowing weaknesses like yeah. even if uh you don't like scan them even if you've never gotten the weakness before a lot of different mega 10 games shimigami tensei games um a lot of those monsters shadows whatever you want to call them they have the same weaknesses in each game so like if you like remember like oh this one's weak to zeo which is like electricity um then it might be in this game and if it is cool you you know something from an old game that helped you out with the new game yeah my um biggest thing that i remember like when i played persona 4 golden was the the combat's kind of slow like coming in and out of battle battles are like slow um, mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if I just didn't have like the battle speed turned down or whatever, but like they take a little longer, I think, than traditional like Final Fantasy battles um, typically do. And then the narrative is a lot longer normally, and you're getting a lot more of it fed to you a lot yeah. more frequently. So it's just like if yeah. you're not ready to like sit down and take some narrative, um, you know, it's even a bit I mean, much for RP like in JRPG standards. So I think no, that's what, like, I, I agree. turned me off of it more so than like. That's why I don't love it as much as I should, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah, so the thing with this game is that like it feels like sometimes it's trying to be a visual novel. Yeah. Um, 100%. So which isn't a bad thing because it gives a lot of these characters depth and um it makes you more attached to the mm-hmm. story if you stick with it. Um as well as like it makes a lot of good reference material and um just scenarios and i don't know just just so much stuff to where you can milk this forever and they have been (laughs) so it's it's two games in one every game too and that's i think where i'm like man i just i when i go into an rpg i have that like man i'm gonna play an rpg mentality and then i get this five hour roadblock of you know like text grind and it's just like oh, i just yeah. want to play the game dude what, just, I have to go to school i have to I do homework to to school, what is... i just want to go to the dungeon and kill everyone man so that's the that's the way that you play this game uh here's a tip from me who plays a lot of persona games or oh, really? uh, i've never guessed yeah um so what i always do in pretty much all persona games is so persona 3 for example um you have to try to reach the top of tartarus which is like the big tower in persona 3 um and there's certain parts where like you need to um reach it the top um at like a certain date so i always recommend is just running as far as you can just trying to do minimal battles get to the top same thing with persona 4 um you go into a dungeon try to run as far as you can and like get to the mid boss and if you beat that cool, then just run all the way to the top because right before the final boss uh, or right before the boss of that level, um, there's always a save point there. And like, if you try to open the door, it'll be like, are you sure you want to open the door? And that's when um, I go and save and then go home and uh, 
basically, and um, rest. And then the next day, I'll go in and just grind. And I'll just grind back and forth, back and forth on those uh, other uh, other floors. And then once I feel like I'm good enough, then I will go up and uh, fight. Because otherwise, if you try to um, go through this game, or you can do it like this, but if you try to go through and just like fight everything that you see as you go through, eventually you're not going to have enough stamina or anything to fight a, um, a, a the boss potentially yeah. or like the mid boss. Like you should always wait a day in game day in order to um yeah there's a lot of like pacing stuff like that that i yeah. didn't have my head wrapped around when i was trying yeah. to commit to that game and i pumped a lot of time into persona 4 golden too man and yeah something about it just didn't stick yeah but like there are a lot of things as well and like the social aspect of it like um when you um i don't know romance someone if you like hang out with someone at a club like your different personas and things can gain different abilities and just be increased um, stat wise, as well as gain, uh, yeah, like different um, spells and stuff, um, skills. And um, so there, there is a benefit of doing that. Um, so that's why I always recommend trying to do the dungeon as fast as possible. And then you have all that time before the, um, before the fog sits, which is like when like the bad stuff can potentially happen. And um, so you just have all this free time to either, yeah, if you want to go grind for a little bit, after, even after the fact, you can for a little bit, or you can um, just focus on all your um, social links and your stats and try to read all those books and uh, collect all the items that you're trying to do. Um, get all the social links up with your party members, too, because you get rewarded for that. You can, uh, especially in Golden, um, they get two upgrades, like, they'll get their um, normal persona, which they get from their levels. Um, but then at the end of the game, they'll get like a better version of that. Like it actually transforms and evolves. But then if you um, uh, also, um, if you also increase their uh, social link to max, then you uh, get another one, which is like the best version of their persona. Mm -hmm. Um so you, you get rewarded for doing everything, right? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you can also, yeah, just cruise along so. and just enjoy the ride. Yeah, they're a completionist nightmare, <laughs> though, like, yeah. just in terms of, um... Hey, yeah, I there is so a certain guide to, where like, it's like, this, yeah, do everything like, in one. It's really... Yeah, well, I, I don't even think that's possible in five. I know um, one of our other friends, Alex Radarmel... Uh, Alex Radarmel... You're Alex Radarmel? Alex Danner. Yeah. Sorry. Um... I think he had to play it like a you know one and a half times or two. Times I think so as well. Um, I know a lot of them are like that. So. I don't know. I personally don't like five as much as four. Uh, four uh, as well as with three, they have. Um, let's see how I describe this. Three. I, I feel like I've said this multiple times. Three has better story. Um, it's three just has like a darker, cooler, interesting story than all the others. Four has an okay story but the characters are the thing like that's that's the reason why you're there yeah. you're hanging out with the mystery crew or the mystery gang or whatever um just scooby-doo in the gang yeah. um and uh so yeah you're just you just want to develop all of those uh, relationships and all that with all those characters but with five um they really focused on um this is the metal gear solid five of the franchise where everyone is playing it and um, this is probably their first game. 
So uh, in this series, so why not make a focus on the gameplay? So I feel like the gameplay in five is very stylish and uh, very neat and does a lot of interesting things that combines it with other Shimigami Tensei um, games. Um, so if you're into gameplay and stuff, and I, I personally don't like, I don't really like the characters in five, like they're fine. Um, I also don't really like the story in five a whole lot. Um, but like the gameplay is definitely what gets me into it because it's different enough. Um, it combines, like I said, it combines the things with Persona games, but then as well with the older uh, Shin Megami Tensei games where like you have to actually like negotiate with the shadows or negotiate with the demons, um, which is from like uh, Devil Summoner or like any of those older Mega Ten games. Um, just it's interesting to see a different take on it, even after all these years. Right on, man. Well, um, I'm going to play Etrian Odyssey tonight. After all of this, I, everything you just said about Persona, I just still want to play Etrian Odyssey. I think I'm going to play it is. tonight. Yeah, I know. Um, so that's Alex's top ten. I got uh, got. I guess. Is... Yeah, he got got good. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. Happy man. birthday. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. All right, everyone. Uh, let's wrap this episode up. We have been going yeah. for two hours now. Alex Oof. loves talking about his favorite games, and that's fine because we love talking about them too. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking the episode out. If you're um, listening, if you're watching the episode later on YouTube or whatever we put it on, uh, thank you guys so much for your support. If you could please follow us on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, whatever podcast service that you listen to um, us on, please give us a follow or a subscribe. Uh, we'd appreciate it greatly. Give us some feedback, um, as always, on like Facebook, Twitter, wherever you can reach out to us. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else to add in, fellas, before we get out of here? Nah, I think you covered it. <laughs> I covered a lot today. I think I'm done talking for the rest of the week. <laughs> uh, man, this was awesome. This was fun. Um, thanks. Yep, yep. Thanks again, guys. And uh, get at it. Get at it. Get at it. You got good, Alex. You got, got good. good.